in a world where people try to do stuff they don't know how to do. One man, okay, two men, are standing by with the best advice on Earth. Ow. Well, most of the time. Welcome to the all-around home improvement hour. Now here's Charles Thayer and the man they call the Polish Powerhouse. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back and we are live. This is the one and only all-around Home Improvement Hour. We're here to talk all things home improvement related. Maybe some DIY stuff. Do's and don'ts when improving the home. And much more. Hanging out with Polish Powerhouse and a panel of experts. Let's kick this thing off. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Charles Thayer, and I'm always very, very honored to be your host, and this is the All Around Home Improvement Hour. Some call me Thayer Slayer. The Home Improvement Slayer. Yes, sir. And I'm right here with the one, the only, the very, very Polish, Nicholas Richard Zeman, the Polish powerhouse. I don't know if I would go that far into the Polish department, but... That's right, because you met a guy recently... Definitely some of me. ...that... Put your Polakness to the shame, but I don't have the right word for it. Polishness, Polishness. Yeah, Polakness. Let's just say that he's a lot more purebred than I am. How how did that whole interaction go? Ah, uh, well, when I he saw my business card, it has my nickname on it, and then he proceeded to start talking in Polish. How did that go? Uh, well, I, yeah, it sounded kind of how you would envision, sort of maybe a little bit Russian sound to it, but no, he started talking in Polish, and I didn't know what he was saying, so I said, I. I don't speak Polish fluently, and yeah, exactly. you got me there. What kind of Polish are you? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yep. It's like, well, Polish powerhouse, you got to know some Polish, right? Well, uh, Nick, let's welcome our uh, panel of experts, our trusted affiliates, partners of the show, longtime friends also, Mitch Turgeon with ABC Supply. Welcome, Mitch. Good to be here. Yeah. <sighs> the crowd goes wild. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. And also... The one and only, the insulator, Mike Eubel. Mike, welcome to the show. Hello, everybody. Mike, you've been insulating for a very mm. long time, correct? Yeah, me and Moses were buddies. That's, way back. that's, that's right. That's you, the dinosaurs. Huh? I think you insulated the Red Sea. We could use hey. some insulation in this room. I'm telling you. Yeah. You spray foam, the, put a nice liner in, a nice vapor barrier. It won't leak then, yeah. I, yeah. I agree. No, that's excellent, Mike. No, definitely glad to have you on. We have a great show lined up for folks that haven't caught the show in the past. Again, this is the All Around Home Improvement Hour, and every Saturday from noon to one, we talk all things home improvement related, and yeah, some Sometimes we get off on tangents and, and other topics because, well, we're human beings, and that, that just happens. But for the most part, what we want is for you to be able to take away maybe a small golden nugget of information from every show that might help you with improvement projects you're doing yourself or maybe uh, ones that you're hiring. We also love to be your go-to source for any home improvement-related um, contractors that you're looking for. We know a lot of great people in this industry, and whether it's something we do 
or don't do, we'd love for you to call us. So the number to call to either participate on the show right now, if you have a home improvement related question, we'd love to take it and talk to you. Um, maybe you just want to mention something uh, nice about the Polish powerhouse. He's he's Very always likely. open for compliments. Yes. Uh, it, it helps him out on a day-to-day basis. So the number to call to, to participate is... 1-800-854-1978. Again, 800-854-1978 to call and participate live. That number is also the same number that you can use to call us during the week uh, if you have an exterior project you're looking for all-arounds help with or any home improvement-related uh topic you can call us and ask us and you know maybe you might even get the polish powerhouse to come out and visit you that's happened before um and it's going to happen again so anyhow folks fun show today we're talking uh exterior siding we're talking decks we're talking insulation and moisture problems uh, all throughout the show but i wanted to start uh by mentioning nick that it is it's springtime and so what we have happening right now is a lot of graduation parties coming up a shout out to my daughter. I can't even believe I'm saying this, but I have a daughter that's 18 that's graduating this year. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. It's uh, it's kind of nuts. I'm first among all my friends to have yep. a graduating. Uh, she did it. Child, she did. She actually is a great student. Congratulations, Jasmine. She's doing well. She has an internship at a local airport already. That's awesome. And has a full time job, um, or part excuse me, part time job uh, at a Caribou Coffee. So. Um, always nice to go pick up stuff at a discounted rate whenever we need, you know, bagels and coffee. And of course, stuff. caffeine and caffeine and caffeine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. They sell that there, I heard. Whatever floats your boat. So, uh, Jasmine, way to go. You did it. You made it further in high school than I did. I'll just be honest with you right there. So, uh, But we're, we'll be having a nice little little party for her. But that's what's going on in a lot of people's lives. If you check your Facebook feed or check check what's going on, this is a graduation party season. So if you're a lot of people like to think about those improvement projects that they want to do deadlines graduation <laughs> equals deadlines to contractors it's yeah. going to be a scary time of year june is a very yeah leads up to june and that's when those parties start and people want their stuff done probably didn't help we had snow in april it did not help no it definitely did not help so it definitely that throws a just a kink in there when you kind of have a idea in your head on how the spring's going to go and it's still snowing in april right and so I know I sound like a broken record, but I'm I'm just going to repeat myself. You know, if you're thinking about something before June now, likely it's too late um, with with a reputable contractor. You know, if somebody can just drop what they're doing right now and hop on an extensive extensive exterior project for you, I would worry. I would run. I wouldn't walk away from from that situation unless they're making a huge exception and sliding you in to accommodate your project. But so it's a lesson for the future is what it really is. If you have deadlines in the early spring, there are things that are completely out of control. And even in a normal market, even in, in a normal market where uh, supply and demand is, is fairly equal, okay, you still don't know what's going to happen in the spring when it comes to weather. Uh, right now, we're still under road restrictions. I yep. mean, you know, the the roads haven't even opened up to where heavy trucks can drive down certain roads, and that's going to delay certain projects. I, I imagine, Mitch, you guys are dealing with a little bit of that. Yeah, I think I think we're good, um, at least with our trucks in most areas by this point. But it is it is always a concern. And you guys have been doing things a little bit differently this year too to facilitate more orders with the demand. We they kind of changed it up a little bit with how they operate the trucks too. Yeah, we basically uh, try to rework the old fashioned mousetrap. Looked at uh, you know 
how how can we get more product out to the job site, get this stuff done faster, and and made some shifts on our delivery programming and and truck routing and all that. Uh, it's working out very well, I, I must say. Yeah. So the idea that JW came with, I don't know if it's his idea, I'm going to give him the credit because uh, he's a genius uh, when it comes to logistics. And it's working because we're able to get our deliveries. They're coming on time. The booms are there in the morning. Guys are getting the shingles on the roof safely. It's a good thing. Yeah. So, no, you know, I don't want to make it sound like um, all contractors are too busy and they aren't accepting uh, estimates or consultations. We at All Around are absolutely, you know, any smart business owner should leave a window open for certain opportunities to come through to meet with people to see if they can accommodate. Um, but but like a lot of the reputable contractors are, not, are right now, we're, we're backlogged. There's just not enough skilled labor to do the amount of work and the amount of requests that are coming in. And so what we're doing is we're right now looking at and con- consulting with people that are looking at projects in the late summer, early fall, um, or even people that are planning for next year. You know, one example of that would be deck building. You know, people want to a either build new decks, replace their old decks, or resurface their existing decks yep. right now. Um, and it just, you know, it never fails. All the requests come in starting in April, and people would love to enjoy them starting in June. Enjoy right. the deck in June, and and I'm sorry, and it just right now it doesn't. It's not going to work that way. People fill up their calendars, fill up, and um, you got to be ahead of the curve. A good indicator for that too, if you call your city uh, that you're thinking about doing a deck, and maybe you're moving it or, or making it bigger, or you don't have one, you got to figure out uh, setbacks and stuff, right? Where are my lot lines? How big can I make the deck? Can I go this way? Can I go that way? And they will even tell you plan review two to three weeks. So that's after you get the contract signed. you got to go through a plan review process before you can even get the permit, and that is an indicator of how overwhelmed the cities get also in the spring with decks and other projects and builds uh, that people are doing. So you got the plan reviews. You have weather um, long winters, you have things that are out of the control of everybody. And if the contractor is promising uh, um, a certain date, no matter how good and, and how good their word is, they they may even uh, be out of uh, control for that or and unable to accommodate that date if if certain things happen. And so the best way to be is to, is to plan ahead. Be patient. Yep, be patient. And you know what? I think ultimately that gets you a, a, a better price, a more competitive price. Um, you know, when you just come last minute, everything has to be yesterday. And I, I don't, you know, not unprepared, last minute, need all the help, need it done yesterday, don't want to pay a lot. That's not, I'm sorry, that's that's not a very attractive opportunity for most contractors. So what they may do is just turn it down or price it high. Right. That way, if you accept it, they for sure, it's going to be worth their while to deal with all that um, chaos that's going on. Um, and so that's what you have. That's the nature of the beast. Folks, we're up against the first break. When we come back, we're going to dive into the conversation with uh, Mike and Mitch right here on the All Around Home Improvement. Hey, Twin Cities News Talk listeners. This is the All Around Home Improvement Hour. And we're coming into the second segment, rocking hard with a little GNR. This is the All Around Home Improvement Hour. Again, we do this every Saturday from noon to 1, and you can call us right now live, ask any home improvement-related question you'd like. Maybe you had some moisture in your attic this year, um, and you need you need some advice from the insulator, Mike Ubel with UZ Insulation. Or maybe you're wondering what type of new decking or exterior product to put on your home. Uh, 
as we were mentioning off air, this has been uh, we've seen more deck building or refinishing requests than any other year uh, that we've been in business and all around is celebrating our 10th year in business this year, by the way. So we have some history to back that up. Um, Mitch, I'm seeing more and more requests trending towards the AZEC world, which is everybody. PVC. Nick, it's it's like using the word uh, Kleenex for tissues, right? Everybody uses the word composite when they're talking about low maintenance, right? Yep. Well, I want a composite. What do you have for composite? We're interested in composite. Mm-hmm. Okay. They think that's all low maintenance deck boards, and that's just not the case. It's also a com- composite, people call it. Well, right. When they want to get all kinds of different have ways. the band over. It's not the case. Sorry, I was thinking about all the different ways to composite. You're going to have to repeat the question. No, it, it's I was that, staring it's, at you. It's, it's, I was no. listening, but all I could hear is all the different ways they're saying composite. The cliche is to throw out the word composite right. because I'm interested in low maintenance. But, or Trex, right, is, is yes. another word, a big brand name, which is a they make composite uh, decking. Yep, we want one of them Trex ones. Yep. And then, and then you like, know, there's multiple Trex, all Trex, Trex, Timber, Tex, lots of X's going on there. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, composites, I mean, they're great products, uh, no doubt about it. But we typically lean more towards the PVC, a uh, little bit lighter weight, uh, doesn't uh, hold on so much heat as the composite yeah. does, which is a big thing with the composite. One of the downsides, people say, the darker colors. Uh, it obviously depends on sun exposure, too, but can get almost so hot uh, to the point where you can't even walk on it. My old deck was a dark gray board, uh, offshoot manufacturer. Tell you the truth, I'm not even sure what kind of type of composite, but... July, you couldn't go out there if you didn't have sandals on. So I think people are looking for something different, uh, a little bit cleaner, and PVC happens to be something that we work with a lot. Well, yeah, and the the money is starting to trend out to the outdoor living space. You're seeing more and more people save up for that, move into the outdoors, uh, decks, under decks, outside living, outdoor uh, kitchen, all that stuff. Um, we want to enjoy our our summers while we can here. Yeah, in our two weeks outside is yeah. fabulous. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we'd love to enjoy we're, that. While we're, we're coming outside. around the corner. So if we can hurry up and get a deck built next week, and then uh, we'll be <laughs> what, good to go. what I love about it is it goes from too damn cold to mosquito season to too damn hot, and then at night it's mosquito season again. You know, yeah, we, pretty we much. Have, you know, we really have it great here in Minnesota. I you forgot allergy season. Oh, that that's yeah, right oh, yeah. now. That's happening right now. All the That's in full effect. You gotta it? keep the doors and windows shut. What's get that in the green, house. green film on top of the cars right now? It's a pollen. Is that pollen. what that is? I'm assuming it's pollen. Well, every day they talk about how it's different too, right? Where they're like, Oh, today is the grass or today is the day for the trees or the day for the more like plant stuff that's releasing the Spores. Toxins into the air. They're not toxins, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. all the good stuff. They're good toxins. Yeah. For some of them. Yeah. yeah. The, ma- the mating spores of the plant. Right. Yeah. Breathe it in. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Where are you going? So, no, so Mitch, th- we hear it just commonly used. Get me a composite. What, how much for a composite deck? Okay. And what we're telling people is you may not really want what you think you're asking for. Be careful what you're asking for. What you're asking for is a product that is made with a blend of materials Sure. Old pop bottles, some some recycled uh, garbage bags, and some wood, some natural components. And then it's capped with a, uh, a another product, usually some sort of a poly- polyethylene, polypropylene. And a lot of times it's a PVC. It's a formulation of a PVC. So on, on, top. Lot, on a lot of these composites, yeah, it's a composite gut with a PVC cap on it. So 
you know, they, they're just using the, the best on just kind of the skin and then filling the guts full of this, that, and the other thing. Filler, right, that's right. Yeah. It's like the, the green, whole grain foods that I eat, just a bunch of junk and filler. Right. Uh, but no, but no it, it has its place, and it's certainly priced accordingly. But the biggest problem that we're seeing, and it's the reason why our company decided to kind of start just swimming in the world of PVC, which is in its purest form, a plastic, but a solid plastic and a a consistent plastic, not a lot of different types of recycled plastic. It's because of the expanding and contracting. When you talk about all that heat that a composite would hold in, a lot of what that does is cause the board to either expand. It moves. So, I mean, uh, three three years ago, I put on a composite brand, and the, the deck boards on our um, landing surfaces are very, very nice, but the fascia board seriously moves up to an inch between winter and summer. And an inch over how many feet, too? I mean, you're talking not a, a full, big, long board. No. Oh, yeah, I'm talking um, maybe an eight-foot span, a, right. a full inch. Think about that. Um and so what what we have is in the summertime when you want to enjoy it the most it's very wavy you know it has expanded the heat causes the expansion and then in the winter time it looks phenomenal man that sucker's straight <laughs> it's back it's plumb true whatever you right. want to call it um and so that's why we're just starting to move away from that world and so we do recommend and and I think other contractors are catching on as well and homeowners are catching on too because some of the last uh, consultations that we've had where we've met with homeowners, they have also met, some of them met with other contractors, and AZEC right now happens to be uh, what we see as the most popular brand for maintenance, or low-maintenance uh, slash maintenance-free decking. Is yeah, that, is that and what? we learned a little bit recently, too, about other another product out there that might, might even be the next step up, more of a... Uh, just some of the accessories and things they have. The product Zuri, you're going to tell us a little bit about. Yeah, so Zuri staying in the PVC family sticks with the same story you're already telling along the AZEC line. But what, what they've done at Zuri, they came out with a deck board that looks like real wood. And it tends to be what everybody wants on the exterior, even on your interior wood floors, right? You go to your laminates, your composites, these different types of non-real wood floors that right. look like real wood. Um, and now you've got that option with Zuri by Royal Building Products. And Zuri's got five colors of um, deck boards that it's actually a photograph of real wood that's then uh, laid over this all PVC board, then encapsulated with the pure acrylic cap stock. Yeah. I mean, this stuff is nuts, okay? Trust me. We see a lot of it's incredible out there. I have never seen a more realistic decking board made from a not uh real pro you know not natural product ever then the stuff is thick and it uh is the most scratch resistant of any other product in the in the market and, and, and to give them credit to it because i would say if you were like people asked what are the differences between the posit and the or composite and pvc one of the things that composite i think has always had on pvc is the variegated colors the colors that look like multi-colors yeah. they're able to do the deeper darker more noticeable that this color is wow it really pops where a pvc maybe couldn't quite have that uh, because of the formulation of the products colors. are made. Yep. Where now you have Zuri that literally looks like an indoor flooring, yeah, uh, but outdoors yeah. on your deck. Yeah, yeah. They, they went out and took pictures of insides of trees. <laughs> yeah, it's like what? Well, there's there's a popular wood out there that uh, comes across every now and again. Ipe, which you Ipe know, decking. We've done a, just a very little bit of that. Yeah, 
And and Ipe is um, a little bit more expensive than Cedar. You know, it's very hard. Uh, but the only problem with Ipe is it needs to be oiled or, or sealed or cared for once or twice every year. Um, if you wait two years, it gets kind of bad. So you, you want to do it at least once a year. That's, that's a lot of product. work. And it's expensive. Well, that's where Zuri comes in. You get that kind of look, and you get this. I mean, it looks like your interior floor on the outside on your deck, and it basically just wash it off, keep it clean. Yeah, Mike, you should have seen this stuff. It, this stuff, um, you can router the edges of the board, so the corners and the and the trim pieces can be all routered and rounded. And you can't do that with really any other type of uh, decking board. So the level of detail is just it just steps it up to the next level. And so. You know, folks, you're probably thinking, "Gosh, that's that's the most expensive sounding stuff I've ever heard of." Well, you're you're probably right. It's it's expensive. Yeah. Um, you know, it's going to put you into the best category, good, better, best, definitely in the best. But it's going to last the longest, and it's going to look the best. What were the? I think we ran some numbers before. The number in my head was sticking was twenty percent. Was that? Am I in the ballpark? Yeah, uh, material wise, that versus like a comparable PVC type of product. Yeah, yeah, and and there's there's some parts in the Zuri uh, uh, product portfolio, I guess that that can add um, a little bit more on the labor side, yep. uh, a little more attention to it because it it is such a high end product. Right. The detail in some of these accent pieces are are there and require a little extra. So if you're touch, building a but, deck for a twenty five grand, maybe thirty, thirty two, thirty three grand. Just a just a yeah. rough number to give someone that'd an idea your, in their head of starter, what they're trying starting to. Zero. Well, just yeah. figuring. I mean, if you're doing an Azac uh, uh, PVC deck, it's you're, you're you know 20, you're in the higher end. You're 20, in the, you're in the best category. Yeah. So you're you know 12 by 16 with your stairs and your landing going down, uh, total rebuild footings and everything. You're probably somewhere in that ballpark. You know, we're we're coming up on the break, um, but I want to, when we come back, hit on a product that we are now using for our roof venting. Um, and this is important. You know, at, at all around, we don't walk in as the low bid. We're not. We don't claim to be uh, a discount company or or competing for the lowest price. That's not us. We put on products that we would put on our own home, quality products that are going to last you a long time. And in in the long run, I should say. Um, the value that it brings is going to end up being a better uh, purchase for you. So that that's how we we walk in, and that is the same that we're doing with our roofs. Um, for years and years and years, we used a Brone uh, vent, and something new has entered the market. They've kind of Brone has just kind of been the vent. Something new has entered the market that is what we've chosen now to to put on all of our bath vents and kitchen vents, and we're going to talk about why. These new vents are so awesome when we come back from the break right after this. Minnesota, there's no how to party. Minnesota, there's no how to party. Hey, hey. Uh, what? <laughs> That's right. Minnesota knows how to go potty? Uh, um, yeah, we learn early here. All right. Behind yeah. a tree, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wherever you <laughs> can. 
wherever you can. Hey, we're having fun here in the studio, folks. This is the All Around Home Improvement Hour. We are live. We welcome your phone calls, 800-854-1978. Again, 800-854-1978. Before the break, I hit hit a little teaser on new vents that we're using, and I know this isn't riveting, exciting stuff, but it does matter. Let me tell you why it matters, because there has been forever one vent dominating the roofing industry it's, it still is yeah well it's yeah but but nobody no it seemed like there was just no other competition they had a complete monopoly on it i don't know of any other ones now we've chosen to take the high road and to you know venture off into a, a different product because of the way it's designed i'm gonna let you you guys uh take it away snap Snap vents, snap, snap cap, snap cap, snap. Well, you guys actually had a, a hand in this sort early, of. early on, right? Or, or I don't want to take a lot of credit, but I'll take some credit. Here we no, go. I'm just kidding. They reached out to us, yeah, and and they were doing research and development at that time, just asking questions, trying to figure out, hey, we, there's this need. Uh, we want to make this product better and perform more. What are the things you run into? And so on bathroom and kitchen fans, uh, for the folks out there listening, some probably have experienced this, high winds. There's a damper or basically a cover inside there that's keeping it not vented when you don't have the fan running. And what can happen is the wind can blow this cap up, get air inside of there. So that was one of the main feedbacks uh, we gave that company. IPS went out. They made a new vent, redesigned it, did several things and yeah. Mitch can talk a little bit about the company itself and the product they've came out with as a result of some of the research and development they've done. It so, was called the Polish Power Vent, but yeah, that, that was his one thing they, he had. It was He's not like, marketable, they said they, it wasn't they, marketable. They didn't want to have to pay for the rights of that. So right. they, they just said snap cap and totally cut them completely out of all the profits. I lost out on $7. Mitch, what were you going to say? <laughs> well, yeah, so I it's made by IPS. IPS, uh, a, a very trusted name in the in the plumbing industry and in the in the fixture, um, everything basically. We use their boots. Yeah, on, IPS on IPS boots on, on on all your plumbing uh, exhausts that come up through your roof, and so they they wanted to you know find a better way to make uh, this this vent, and yeah, through talking to contractors, figuring out what's going on out there, they came up with SnapCap. And basically what it is um, now, what, what All Around's putting on the roofs is a vent that has multiple colors now, so it can match into your yes. your uh, shingles better. Was only black before. Yeah, yeah, and, and other companies still is the dominating uh, vent out there in, in that black color, but we can go brown, we can go weathered gray. Um, and this vent, too, the, the damper on it actually has a lip, which is going to help uh, eliminate any kind of wind drive, whether it's carrying snow or rain with rain, it. Right. And we get um, you guys, contractors, and I'll get a lot of callbacks from homeowners that are that are hearing um, that damper flap, you yep. know, tap, 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 tap. Cold air coming in. Cold air from the wind blowing down. Uh, maybe they think they got a leak in their roof because they got wind-driven rain yep. or snow that's melting, and it's coming down, and they're seeing it around their fan, actually in their bathroom. Um, but really, it's not a leak in the roof. It's just that stuff getting in that fan and that vent. So the now I want to bring on Mike and and start to steer the conversation a little bit. But this is the the last feature about this product that kind of gets into your world in insulation and attic space is the ability to tie in the the flex flex uh, tube yeah. to this vent 
talk a little bit about that, and then Mike, afterwards, tell us about how often you see moisture problems right in that area. Well, bath and kitchen fans are the number one thing Mike will probably tell you. Maybe not, they're not the number one, certainly probably top three that cause moisture and condensation to get in the attic, especially in Minnesota in the wintertime. And this product will help, I think, eliminate some of that. Of course, you still have to have the proper connection in there. Uh, but the fact that the vent performs is just part of that process uh, to hopefully help things with when you guys are getting inside the attic. Because if they don't work, we all know what happens, and that's not good. Isn't it easier to attach a flex tube to this particular vent? It can, yeah. So they're uh, they're universal. They come with uh, three different drop outlets in them. They have a six inch, a four inch, and a three inch. So yep. depending on what size vent you want, that's how you would assemble and put it together. The roofing crew that's putting it on uh, the roof on your house. So when you think you have moisture attic or moisture in your attic. You must never fear when the insulator is near. Yes. Mike Ubel with UZ <laughs> Insulation. Mike, I yes. just want to jump right into it. How often are you hopping in an attic and you notice that the moisture is right around the area where either the bath vent or the kitchen vent is connected to the exhaust uh, cap on the roof? Well, believe it or not, I was just in one this morning. <laughs> the, what do you know? It was because, like you said, the lady had staining around her fan in the bathroom. Yep. And it was coming back down through the hose and the same thing as we were talking about it was where it was connected to the brone vent because they didn't have the correct uh, extender um, like you say on this one they have the three different sizes so that that is a big problem now that some of the vents are coming out the new ones I think are six inch yep but the older ones were either four or three four or so three. you had you know now you have three choices and for the roofers they you know, this way they have all three in one. Right. So it is a big thing. There's a lot of people, I mean, if they look, they have water stains around their bathroom fans. Yeah, I mean, and I think people uh, sometimes maybe over overthink this. There's no exact science on how to connect the flex tube to the underside of the exhaust vent, um, but it needs to be sealed. It's very important that it's sealed. Well, sealed, and then, like you said, a lot of it was a cap that the Brones use where this one has a lip on it because it does, when it's windy, it pushes that cap up, and the cold air comes back into the hose, condenses, mm -hmm. and again, makes moisture or rain or right. snow if the wind is high enough. It's like opening a can with a can opener, right, when the cover's on it. I mean, that sucker's on there, good. Uh, now imagine you open it and put the cap back on it. You sort of, it's not really fully sealed around the edges of it. That's sort of the concept behind the most of the vents that are used now, where this one now has a lip that goes over the edges that keeps that wind out of there. So if you lived in Minnesota this winter, you would have noticed that we had an extreme winter. We had uh, over 30 days that I think were close to zero or less. Um, and that created an environment that was perfect for water problems in attic spaces um, the bottom line is moisture moves moisture wants to get to where moisture isn't hot wants to get to where cold is cold wants to get to where hot is etc and so forth moisture is no different we ran into a situation this year that truly stumped the experts in this room um, we, won't, we won't discuss a name or address or anything like that but this family that we had uh, uh, worked with and put on a new roof for actually opened up the entire roof in order to um, help with increasing insulation is what we did originally and ventilation and ventilation right so that they had a more efficient home the idea was to uh, save them money on their 
uh, heating expenses and and air conditioning expenses. And this was a Cape Cod style, one and a half story. Um, so there were places that were completely inaccessible um, unless you opened up the roof. So that's exactly what we did. Um, but for a year and a half, this this family still had moisture problems. Still had moisture problems. And so we had come out a number of different times, checked on different things, and we thought we knew right away initially where it may be coming from. But it's really tough to to explain to a family that you li- you live in a home that has too much moisture. It's not coming from anything we could have done on the exterior of the home. It's coming from within. Um, Mike... Talk a little bit about, or you know what, we're actually up against a break. The last segment, we're going to explain how we uncovered the we, the mystery of where all of this moisture was coming from. It was a two-year mystery, and we ended up figuring it out. Um, and now now the folks are on their way to uh, um, having a healthy healthy attic space again. We're up against a break. We'll come back. We'll hear uh, back from Ryan O'Neill, and then we'll, we'll finish up the topic. All right, Twin Cities News Talk listeners, welcome back. This is the All-Around Home Improvement Hour. I'm Charles Thayer. We're hanging out. Polish Powerhouse is with me. We're live. One last segment, if you want to get a call in, 800-854-1978. We have Mitch Turgeon with ABC Supply, our exterior supplier for many, many years now. Uh, Great partner to have joining us in on the conversation that we're having with Mike Eubel. So before the break, I was telling us a story about... A home that we had re-roofed and upgraded insulation while we had the roof off. We upgraded all of the insulation, but there were certain areas we couldn't quite get to, but we got to most of them. But it really wouldn't have mattered even if we would have put a completely solid lid on top of this home. Uh, let's just say we put a completely impenetrable barrier over the top of this home. It wouldn't have mattered. Mike, talk a little bit about this story that 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 we ran into and kind of uh, the steps that we took to trying to figure this out. Yeah, when we first went over there, I mean, we all noticed the high moisture content inside the house. Yep. I mean, the attic also, but this was inside the house. Windows. Like we were talking, out of 30 windows, at least a third, more than a third, half of them were full of frost, and you could just feel it inside. Probably, yeah, and a, and a half is, is still being modest. I mean, uh, now, now, 25, I, there's probably 20 that were yeah. frosted over. It was, now, keep in mind, this is a family of uh, seven, five, six, seven people, smaller home, too? three kids? I think, th- I think f- five people, I believe. Five people. Okay. Five yeah. people yep. in a smaller home, uh, older kids, too, so, you know, a using a lot of showers, a yep. lot of water. Keep Sports. Going. Sorry, Mike. No, no, but remember, after our first meeting, they promised uh, no humidifiers. They would use the shower fans, yep. and the problem still didn't go away. Correct. So I told them, like I said, it is coming from inside the house. We knew that. Um, finally, we set up the blower door, and as you should do when you start with a moisture problem, we started in the basement. And lo and behold, most of all of it was coming from the basement. Through the cracks in the foundation... Um, through he had a about a two foot by two foot hole in the floor where they ran the gas line in. Yep, that was never sealed. And when you ran the blower door, pressurizes a house so you can feel the air movement. The air coming through the ground into the house, you could put a lighter out. Mm. That's how much air was. That's coming aggressive. Out. Very. Everyone, even the homeowners, were just 
simply amazed. Yeah, and their humidistats, I think, uh, read in the upper 40s at yeah, times. It was very sometimes, yeah, sometimes, sometimes in the 50s. And it's tough to own that. It's tough for people to accept, well, hey, hold on, this is this is because of our environment. This is our living environment. And we're not doing anything different than anyone else. We're just living. We're eating, breathing, sleeping, taking showers. Uh, we're not dirty people. We're not doing things wrong. You're right. They, they weren't doing anything wrong. Nope. Their home was situated in a way that the moisture was trying to find the next driest space. It was it's like it's like magnets attracting positive and minuses, right? Moisture is going to try to find the driest air mass and the driest air mass is the coldest air mass in your home which is in the attic. So talk a little bit also about the balloon framing situation. Yeah, so besides the moisture in the house we were trying to figure out how it was migrating into the attic. Well, Lo and behold, the house was of that age where it did have balloon framing, so all the wall cavities, for people that don't know, are open all the way to the attic. Yes. So, uh, Nick, maybe you could describe a balloon framing a little bit so people understand what yeah, it is. There's no separation in between floors where now they would build a house and you would have a rim joist and you'd have a separation, right? So if something happened, you could take out the lower level, fix that wall without messing up the upper level. Now... Imagine that's one big continuous wall on the side of a story and a half. So, I mean, at the peak, you're two stories up uh, for sure, sometimes even a little bit more, depending on the height and the pitch of the roof. There's a reason they don't make story and a half houses anymore. They're just more balloon framing. It's more balloon framing. They're just, it's a killer combination. It's very hard to insulate and ventilate. So, Mitch, you can imagine with these wall cavities acting as basically chimneys or um, air chutes is what they they turned into. Um, All of the moisture from the basement was using this nice convenient path, unobstructed path, right to the coldest air mass, which was inside of the attic, with nothing stopping it. Um, This is... I mean, it's you understand how heat rises. That's the same thing as your house is going to turn into just basically a big chimney. All that air is going to run into the attic space, and then it froze, and then it rained down on these people in several different areas. Not not a ton of water, but what they were concerned most about, and I don't blame them at all. We felt very, very bad for this family. We wanted to help them. We did help them. Yes. We helped them in many, many ways. We're still helping. Yes. So... But what I felt uh, really bad about is here they were, they they paid for a system that they thought kind of dealt with all of these issues. We weren't there to deal with moisture. We were there to help increase the efficiency of the home. Of course, we're going to look for problems if we have access to them. But this balloon framing, the stuff that's going on in the basement... There was no way for uh, us at all around or or the folks that use the insulation, any of us, to see any of this. Yeah, I imagine. I mean, that's one big science experiment. And a lot of that stuff you don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you take care of your world of what needs to happen. And and we get calls during the winter about this science experiment with humidity happening all the time when it gets really cold. So it's it's an ongoing issue with everybody. That was like process of elimination in its purest form, I think, right? Yeah. I mean, well, and they changed their house. They made it tighter. Right. The siding, and they put, you know what I mean? Yep. So the air volume, plus they changed their furnace out. They did things that made the house better, uh, better, but pulling more air in. You know what I mean? It, Cause and effect, right? I mean, you 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 fix one thing, and then as a result of that, 
it causes another problem somewhere else. Yeah, it made certain areas you, tighter. You fixed yeah. one, you know what now, I mean. So the other areas were leaking more. Yeah, it's like um, it's like if you patch a leak in a hose, right? If there's multiple leaks and you only notice one, and you patch a leak, the other ones are going to start squirt shoot, more, shooting out right. water more. Absolutely. Correct. And and the other thing, looking back, you know, because hindsight's always twenty twenty. Looking back, what we could have done from a consultation uh, approach and and kind of try to be preemptive, uh, proactive approach to preventing these problems. When we offer to remove all of your insulation first and then go back with new insulation, whether it's spray foam or blown in or bat or whatever it is we give you for options, that's probably something that I would recommend people always do. If you're just going over old insulation, there's a very good chance that there's going to be bypasses that are going to be missed, areas, holes, leaks, cracks that are going to be missed. You can't see it all. You can't see them all, and it should not be expected that the contractor find them all. That is uh, like finding a needle in a haystack, okay? Um, And so just going back, I think that for this style of home, um, our future recommendation would be probably, hey, we're going to suck it all out first, start with a clean slate, and truly, truly, if we want to seal moisture, spray foam, spray foam insulation. However, that wouldn't have solved the problem here. No, that would have no, just it, like oh, we told them. Where we really saved them future problems is that moisture would have went into the walls if we would have foamed the whole attic and started mold. Yes, and that you would have never seen. N- no, not till it was you know people were getting sick or right. it was to a point where you'd have to demo almost the whole house. Yep. Right, right, and you that's know. that's scary because. Um, you know, at least you have access to your attic space. You can kind of right. tell what's going on. You can get in there and smell and see um, in your walls. Yeah, that's a whole different story. And so um, we learned a lot from this situation. Uh, it was certainly one. It's unfortunate, you know. And we we helped out as much as we could with cost of of several different items that were needed to be improved. Um, but we do we do really really want people to improve their home the right way. And so. Um, if, if we're recommending something, it's for a reason. It's from experience, um, and that's I guess I guess where I'll leave it at that. Mike, let me ask you: uh, You guys busy right this oh, time of year? Yes. Oh yeah. You looking for insulators? Oh yes, we are. We're always looking for good people to work, and it's a great place to work. It's an exciting field: attic spaces and crawl spaces. I mean, what's not to like? More exciting! (laughs) Come on, guys. (laughs) What's not to like about that? Well, we solve. We help a lot of people out. It is rewarding in a lot of ways. Your day goes by fast too. Oh yeah, the guys are out. That's what they love about it a lot. It's quick. Nobody's watch. You know, not watching them, but they're out on their own. And the days go real fast. Yep. You know? Yeah, you're so. not watching the clock right now. Right, that's for no sure. time clock. If yeah. you're watching it, you're hoping for it to go slow because yeah, you have so much to get uh, done. That's true. Well, no, I encourage any folks out there, Mike, what's the best way for uh, listeners to get involved with UZ if they want your uh, expert services? Well, they can give the office a call at 763-767-9524 or always go to our website at uzinsulation.com. Seven six three seven six seven nine five two four. Looking for insulation services, all different kinds. Um, free consultations, I take it. Oh yeah, yep. Nope. You get, and then you, and you usually show up, don't you? Yes, I do. You so get, you get to meet the insulator, Mike, the insulator right. who knew Moses. Yeah, remember? That's right. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, Mike, can't forget about that. I will say this because you're about my size. <laughs> Um, you're proportionately sized to get into these crawl spaces and attic spaces, right? 
Yes, I am. All right, great. That's awesome. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, folks, we're on the home stretch here. Last couple minutes. Didn't get a chance to mention uh, that the Minnesota real estate team has is some awesome. awesome. Is awesome. Yep. Has some awesome seminars out there. Uh, Ryan must have ran into uh, something uh, today. Didn't get a chance to call in, but that's fine. Go to he did. He texted me. I just We kind of got into a groove there, oh, and I was going to throw something out here at the end about him. Okay. But. Well, anyhow, no, just go to mnrealestateshow.com and click on the link for the seminars so we can get some good um, good advice, good honest advice from the Minnesota real estate team, which is the best-selling team in the country, period. Not another out there, whatever. Mitch? I got to say hello to my son, Bennett, who's listening and has been asking me lately how you build a house. So we got a future home builder, contractor, somebody Excellent. three and a half years old. Excellent. Like Bennett, I just I want to it. say... Happy birthday to my lovely daughter, Alana, who turns 11 today, and Polish Powerhouse. Uh, rest in peace to Kathy Nassif. Yeah. The Sirs right. lost a good lady last night. Thoughts and prayers with you, Nassifs. Folks, thanks so much. Have a great weekend, and God bless. Yeah.